correct? Correct. And after three, we can be done with all this and start on Christmas. I guess. Nice. People are probably going to be out of their minds if you start Christmas like November 1st like we do. I think a good two months of solid Christmas uh, episodes would be perfect. (laughs) Later on down the line, we're going to be like, this is uh, (laughs) our holiday episode 47. 47. There Mm -hmm. you go. Uh, Last week, we talked about uh, mysterious people that disappeared. Talked about... Yeah. Well, they weren't mysterious. Their disappearances were mysterious. They could have been. They... Yeah. I don't know any of them personally. I didn't either. The weekly lab at gmail.com is how to get a hold of us. Uh Send us a uh, reception report if you're listening on shortwave. If you like the show, let us know. If you hate the show, let us know. Let us know. (laughs) And uh, send us topic suggestions because we're always looking for something new to talk about. Because believe it or not, sometimes we do become speechless. Yeah, it's rare, but we do. Very rare, but it occurs. It does. Uh, So today, what do you got for us? Um, today we're going to be talking about some more scary places that Ryan and I have been to. Mm -hmm. Um, I know we did a little bit of this during the haunted lab. Yeah. Um, and we shared some of our experiences like growing up and stuff, like places that we lived or places that we had to work or things like that. Um, these are going to be more of like supposed haunted sites that we went like out of our way to go to. Yeah. Essentially. Um, there might be a few stories of places that we work now. Mm-hmm. You heard some recent stories about the building that we work in now that's pretty creepy. Yeah, it is. Um, so we might throw that in there as well. Um, as far as creepy places that you've gone out of your way to go to, like mm-hmm. specifically went there because I'm assuming because you wanted to see if it was haunted yourself. Yeah. What's one of them? Um, so down in southeast Missouri, um, I think on the Haunted Lab, I talked about the uh, house that we were staying in while the ambulance station got renovated. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, the stuff that would go on there was just nuts. Yeah. You know, light bulb shattering, chairs moving across the room, you know, the sink coming on by itself, toilets flushing, just weird, weird stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, so just south of there, there's, um, <laughs> it's called the Zenith Light, and it's just what it sounds like. It's a little light in the middle of the night that you, like, there's different ways of that you're supposed to, like... Um, is, is conjure the right word? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. That you're supposed to conjure the light, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so you literally drive out there, you park, you're supposed to, I don't even remember how to do it now. It's been, you know, 15 years. Um, but either flash your lights or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. and then you'll see at the end of the road, this light appear and it'll start coming towards you. Ooh. And I've actually seen it. Really? It worked. It worked. Huh. Like, I went out there several times because, I mean, I was working just right up the road from it. And we even took the ambulance out there at night, you know, when we were bored. Well, why not? And um, Waiting for a call. I wouldn't say it happened <laughs> every time we went out there, mm-hmm. but I have seen it occur. So what happens after you get it to appear? You said it comes near you, then what happens? That's what they say, but, like, some of the stories the people have said, um, my sister-in-law, she lived, like, grew up in that town. Mm-hmm. And um, she could probably weigh in this a lot more than... Well, I could, you know, having that history there. Yeah. Um, but some stories say, like, the light comes, like, all the way up to your vehicle. Mm. And for me, I mean, I would say it got maybe, I don't know, 50 yards away. Yeah. And then kind of vanished or disappeared, whatever you want to say, you know. And it literally just looks like a ball of light. Like, there's yes. nothing in it or. No, it just kind of floats around. It looks like a lantern. Just kind of like somebody's walking with it, and it's just kind of hopping up and down just a little bit, you know? That's what I was going to say. Is it very, like, straightforward, or is it, like, sporadic movements, or? From what I remember, it just kind of, it shows up, and it's kind of dim down at the end of the road. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, is that it, or is that somebody coming, you know? Oh, yeah, because it's a road. Somebody could be driving yeah, I mean, up it's on a, you. it's a dirt gravel field road out in the middle of uh, southeast Missouri, out in farm country. Mm-hmm. 
Um, there was a story I was just reading about it where this one guy went out there, did it, and decided that the light was getting too close, so he left. Mm-hmm. And then um, he said, you know what, I'm going to go back and do it again, and this time I'm not leaving until the light gets to my truck my truck or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, while he was parked there, the light came all the way up, and it like disappeared right in front of his truck. Mm. And then the all of his windows were rolled up. Yeah. And his passenger window was like forced down. What? Like it just rolled down? Yes. So it was like maybe the light was trying to come in the car? Maybe. Oh. Do you believe it? I don't know. I've never had an experience like that, so I can't say one way or another, but... Yeah. I don't know. I, I, whenever people talk about ghost encounters or anything, like I just can't picture something like that having enough strength or force to do something like that. I don't know, because I've seen chairs move and... Well, that's true. Weird stuff. Yeah, I've never had an experience like that where things like a light bulb shattering, like that's so scary. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're sitting there and your car window gets forced down. Yeah, I probably would have peed my pants and left. Time to get out of there. Yeah. That poor guy too. He's like, I'm going to go back. Like, I'm not going to give in. And then something that scary happens. That's terrifying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. So yeah, Um, it's on the internet. You can Google it. The Zenith Light. Um, Yeah. Maybe some people have actually been there before. I know the... Was it Ghost Hunters? Is that like the original people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they actually did a little thing on it. Oh, several, did they? Several years ago, yeah. Mm. I know, I've been wanting to watch that since we, we watch Ghost Adventures all the time. And Ghost Hunters, like, I don't know, I don't understand that about Amazon. I think we've talked about it before. You can rent stuff on there, right? Like movies and everything. And yeah. it says, this title is not available at your location. Well, you better get a different location. But it doesn't make sense because it's electronic. Like, it's not like a blockbuster <laughs> pop-up where they're like, no. It doesn't nope. make any sense. Yeah. So I haven't been able to, I used to watch Ghost Hunters originally, but I haven't yeah. seen it in a long time. So I never saw that episode. But you actually took me there. To the scene of light. Yes. Yep. And it didn't happen. It didn't work Like, we you. parked on the little bridge. We flashed Cry our baby lights. Bridge and is what it was called. Oh, great. What's that about? So, Crybaby Bridge. Did I not tell you that story? Uh, I don't... I probably... I don't remember, though, but it sounds creepy. Yeah. So, back in the day, um, long, long time ago. So long. Yeah. So long. <laughs> like, pre-World War II, um, there was a man and a woman with a child living out there. The man went to town or went out to work in the fields, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the child wandered out. It was a toddler and ended up drowning in the ditch. Oh. Like, and, right under that bridge? Yeah. And mm. the mom, the mom found it. Yeah. Um, jumped in. She ended up drowning too, trying to save him. Oh. So now people say that if you go to the Crybaby Bridge and you kind of sit there, you'll hear weird noises. You'll hear like voices. And I do remember that. Children laughing, crying, something coming out from underneath the bridge. Yeah, because you got out of the truck. Yeah. I remember that. And it was completely dark. And I was like, where are you going? Yeah. Like, don't leave me here. Because I was like freaked out because yep. you told me that. And I was like, great. Now I'm going to start hearing that. This ball <laughs> light's going to come. That's yeah. And that's eight. all like right there within the same location. Yeah. So, and that house is there. What do you think makes that area so haunted? I don't know. You know, they, I think like, the house is. Com- I think that's completely unrelated to. Yeah. To that other, uh, those other two, the scene it's of flight and the. I mean, the Nash, the Department of Natural Resources. I think it is. Mm-hmm. They actually went out there and tried to figure out, like, is it, you know, is the light coming from like uh, gas that's leaking through the ground or something? And when people's headlights hit it, it reflects it, or like they did like a full on. Yeah. Thing to try to figure out what it was and uh, unexplainable. They ever came back with anything. Yeah, because the whole legend or whatever says you're supposed to flick your lights. Right. So you might reflect off of something, but then your lights are off and you still see it coming. So, yeah. Debunked. Who knows? Debunked into not being explained. Yeah. (laughs) It makes you wonder, though, because some of those places like that just a lot of things happen in certain areas. So it makes you Mm -hmm. wonder, like, what attracts that energy or stuff to it. So, 
The scene is light. Southeast Missouri, you say? Yep. Mm. You've been there. I have. Yep. Just for everyone else in case you want to go check it out. Yeah, some people are really into that. So. Yeah, I don't know if I would travel there just to go on a quest. But if you happen to be passing through the area. I might just go check it out. Just check it out. Do you know if anybody's had occurrences in the middle of the day or it has to be dark? In order to see the light, I would say it has to be dark. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> but not to, well, I mean, I'm just saying like, I was going to say you can see like um, light anomalies or whatever they call out like during the day. So I was just wondering what kind of yeah. like actual light no, it was. From what I know, it has to be in the nighttime. Interesting. Yeah. Whenever we go back there, we'll have to try it again because I'm curious now. Yeah, there you go. See if it rolls my window down. <laughs> um, one of the ones I was going to talk about is the Winchester Mystery House. Yeah. So I lived in California for about 10 years. Um, and the Winchester Mystery House was about two hours away from where I lived. And now they've got movies. A lot of ghost hunting places have been there. And mm-hmm. obviously... Um, it's a well-known place, and the only reason it's mysterious is because of the way Sarah Winchester built it. I'm sure you guys have all heard the story. Um, and so me and my friend went there, and we were like, let's just go check it out because it's, you know, and it was weird because we went during the day, but it wasn't, like, I'm pretty sure it was in the summer, So, it, but it was dead. Like, nobody was there, and for it to be such a well-known thing, it was kind of creepy all in itself because nobody was there except for the workers. Yeah. And... They offered to give you a map because the house is so confusing. And we were like, Ugh, we're fine. Like, we have all day. We'll be fine. And it's, that was our first mistake. I didn't really have any encounters. Like, you hear noises and stuff, but there's so many workers and everything that who knows if that right. was somebody yep. who worked there. Um, and oddly enough, they were doing construction on it, repairing certain parts, which is, like, weird because she had people working on it until, like, the day she died. So yeah. it's kind of weird to be in the same environment um, as to when it was being built in a way. But, I mean, I think the situation walking through there and just seeing, like, who would build something like this was creepier than the actual experiences we had. Oh, so you didn't have anything? No, not really. Like, we didn't see apparitions or anything, like, no door slamming. Um, But just walking through there and, like, opening doors that lead to walls Mm -hmm. or, like, random staircases that just go up into the ceiling and things like that. Like, that was spooky to me, Um, just the premise behind it. Probably the most terrifying thing was... That we didn't take a map, right? Yeah. And I think there's 13 bathrooms total in that place. I had to go to the bathroom so bad in the middle of it. And we didn't have a map and we could not get out. Like we had no idea how get how to get out of the place. And I was like, oh my gosh, why can't one of these bathrooms <laughs> just be functional? There's so many throughout this place. And I was like panicking. You know, it was one of those moments where you're like, what are you going to do? Did they, did they have like those little emergency call boxes like they do alongside the interstate or anything? I mean. For you to... Reach out and get some help? Not practical ones. Like, she actually built them into the house um, for, like, the workers and everybody because the house was so big. At one point, it was, like, 197 acres or something. So, she had stations like that, but they were basically just, like, props now because they weren't functional. So, no. As tourists, they didn't have anything set up like that. But luckily, we found a worker and was like, how do you get out of this place? Because we were stupid. We didn't take a map. (laughs) Point me in the right direction. But... I mean, obviously, people have had a lot of experiences, whether mm-hmm. it's seeing Sarah Winchester herself. Um, people have claimed that they hear, like, gunshots because it's the Winchester family, and yeah. that's what they're known for. Um, but honestly, I didn't really have any experiences other than hearing noises, which I'm not a big noise person where I am just automatically assume it's paranormal. Mm. Like, I just hear something, and I'm like, oh, it's probably somebody. Like, none of that kind of stuff freaks me out. Yeah. Like, I'll be laying in bed or something. I hear the, like, walls creak and the ceilings creak or something. And I'm just like, eh. Like, <laughs> some people be like, what was that? You know? But that kind of stuff doesn't freak me out. But 
I know a lot of people have had experiences, so I went there and I didn't really have any experiences. Yeah, which I think that goes back to like what everybody says, like whatever you're thinking you're going to encounter mm. or whatever you're expecting, if you hear or see something, your brain automatically says, oh, that's what that is. Yeah. So I try to break myself of that. That way I don't freak myself out in different places. Yeah, we talked about that earlier today actually and i was like you know when you get in that mood where you're already creeped out and you hear anything and you just jump all of a sudden Mm because you're already freaked out your brain's in that yeah i totally agree because i've been there like if you go through a haunted house or do something creepy everything's scary because you're already like hyped up for it exactly i don't know i think the winchester mystery house is a cool place to go maybe if i went at night or like did a specific ghost tour it would have been a little bit different yeah maybe but i wasn't that impressed with the ghostly encounters that i did not experience hmm. yeah i'd go back though I'd, I'd do something like that so i don't know it's in san jose california if anybody wants to check it out if you guys are there same thing that'd be pretty neat yeah i recommend checking it out yeah but i would say do something at night see i would visit it for the historical standpoint right and that's more of the experience that i got was yeah. like walking around they had a lot of really cool old winchester guns and like the museum aspect of it and just seeing the construction of it it shrunk a lot now like I said, it was like 197 acres. It was only, I think it's only like 14 or 18 acres now. It's just enough to maintain the house and the like outbuildings. It's California. Yeah. So they like took all the property and of course of probably course built like a did. Costco around the corner or something. Idiots. Yeah. Go figure. So it's changed a lot. But yeah, I would say for historical aspects, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's an interesting place to see. Indeed. What else? What else have you been to or experienced as far as creepy encounters? Um, well, not really any encounters, but uh, the Boogie Woods. The Boogie Woods? The Boogie Woods. Does the Boogeyman live there? That's what they claim. Hmm. Uh, no, it's just a little group. Uh, it's out in the country once again in Missouri. Um, Missouri's haunted. <laughs> Missouri. Uh, I don't know. I think more than anything, it's just urban legends and people say that stuff's haunted uh, out there. You know, they've got like old cemeteries that have been grown up and abandoned stuff out there yeah but oh. uh, there was uh but you went there yeah we used to go there all the time in high school that was oh. like the place to go drive around in the boogie woods and act crazy and whatnot mm. nothing illegal right sure um, sure but uh you would like the only thing was like every once in a while we'd see like somebody walking in the middle i mean you're in the middle of nowhere right you know and uh you would just see somebody walking down the gravel road and you're like hmm like, where did weird. you come from? Yeah, that type of deal, you know. Mm. Um, but there was, like, an underground bunker that we found that had, like, chains hanging from the ceiling. And what? Yeah, just weird weird stuff out there. Was there any, like, documented history of it, like, that explains uh, why it's there? No. Oh, that's even that creepier. That I've ever known about? Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's just one of them things, growing up in that town, you kind of hear about it and know about it and you see it. Just word of mouth type mm, stuff. Yep. But that's sketchy. That would freak me out being there, no matter what time of day it was or like who I was with or not with or whatever. Like coming across something that's not documented and then you see chains hanging from the ceiling. I'd yeah, be like, that was a little odd. I'd be like, uh, I'm out of here. Yeah. Hmm. But like woods. I said, we didn't see anything, hear anything, experience yeah. anything. I feel like too, unless you like go, I don't know, because that's kind of a place that you just go and explore as kids. You don't really go in there looking for ghosts i guess i never really thought about that as a kid like oh i'm gonna go see if i can find some ghosts yeah you know like i never went into a situation like that but as you get older you have more of an understanding of the history of places like that and i guess it changes like um the next place i was going to talk about was alcatraz yeah so um alcatraz is that island that has the prison out in san francisco um and the funny thing about this um is like i said i lived in california for 10 years 
And mm-hmm. where I lived was like 40 minutes north of San Francisco. And the entire time I lived there, I never went to Alcatraz. <laughs> and I went to San Francisco almost like every weekend when I lived there. Like, it was ridiculous. I never went there. I talked about it all the time. And then I finally went like five years ago. So you waited till you left California. Yeah, for like 10 years. To go see Alcatraz. Okay. Yeah. It made no sense. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. I was just there for school. And me and, my, me and some friends were like, let's just do it. And I said, you know what? I've never done this. And I've lived here like for half my life at that time. Yeah. And never been out there. So. Was it spooky? Um. Yeah, I would say so. Um, was it daytime or night? It was daytime when we got there. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were leaving, it was dark. But the tour itself wasn't creepy. Like being out there and like thinking about what the prisoners went through and knowing people like Al Capone and mm-hmm. uh, the three guys that tried to escape. Like they had their cells set up and you saw exactly where those people stayed and you could see the hole they cut out. Like once again, the historical aspect is really cool. And the thing about Alcatraz is they do a lot of events while you're there. Um, they do like demonstrations and stuff. They were going to do, um, we, well, we actually heard it. We didn't see it, but they do like a cell block lockdown because the cells are actually functional still and they mm-hmm. can like push the button and all the doors like slam shut, you know, and they're like count time or whatever mm-hmm. and they all come out. Um, the tour itself wasn't scary because there was like a hundred people there yeah, with us at the same time. It, huh? Right. You probably want to book like same thing, do like a personalized ghost tour or something. Um, but what was creepy was we found these stairs that went down into like a basement and we were looking down it and we were like, oh, and it was like chained off or whatever. And I was like, that must be the hole or like the, this, the, what do you call them? This solitary. Yeah. There you go. It was like the, seg- yeah. <laughs> solitary confinement. Um, And I had known that down there in Alcatraz, it was completely dark. And I know some older persons had done that too for their solitary confinement. It's just black. Yeah. Um, And this, tour guide slash like worker saw me and my friends looking down there and he was like oh you guys want to go down there and we were like totally away from the tour and we were like what he was like you guys want to go check it out we were like well yeah like let's Mm -hmm. go check it out and so and he was like well this isn't part of the tour he was like but he just like radioed somebody and they're like yeah that's fine and he told him he was taking four people down there with him and we were like what the heck is going on like later he got fired (laughs) little did we know um, so he brought us down there. We had to put hard hats on because the building's so old and we were like under the entire prison. Mm-hmm. And he showed us the solitary confinement cells and they were literally just concrete holes in the wall. Mm-hmm. And you could see all the graffiti and like scratch, like, you know how they like check their days or whatever. Cause they got put down there for like 30, 45 days at a time. Yeah. Um, and he was like, just go stand in there. And we're like, okay. So we're standing there and he leaves and we're like, well, where are you going? And he turned the lights off. Mm down there and he was like now you can see exactly what they saw and it was pitch dark like no windows down there and then he just stopped talking and we were all just like (laughs) sitting in the middle of the cell like uh hello like and he flicked it back on but he walked us around the whole bottom um cave basically and told us like the stuff that people saw like apparitions down there and ghosts and everything like that and we were like linked arms together because we were like oh my god because it was in the middle of the day but it was so dark down there other than the lights that were like dimly lit and stuff was crumbling and falling apart so that part was freaky um we did hear like rocks falling or like being thrown i don't know either way we didn't see any apparitions or anything but i can only imagine doing an official ghost tour and going down there and like turning the lights off and just like ghost hunting mm-hmm. will be terrifying. Yeah. So I would definitely say that Alcatraz is something to check out too. I would absolutely go back and do like a full on ghost tour of it. 
So I would say that was more creepy than Winchester Mystery House for sure. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. But I couldn't believe that guy brought us down. They were like, this is so cool. Like, we were the only people during that whole tour to go down there. Definitely. like, wasn't part of the original tour. So that was pretty crazy. Once again, no apparitions. But I wasn't going in there as ghost hunting. It was more of, like, a historical, like, I've lived here for so long and still haven't seen it. So you're making it a point to go. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'd probably go back for sure. Speaking of prisons, though, Mm -hmm. um, that's how I feel at work. That you're in prison? I don't know about you. Are you in solitary? <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, um, goodness. So I was talking to one of the ladies that has worked there for, I think she said 13 years now. Um, and she said that uh, there have been numerous reports of, you know, haunted stuff or whatever. Of course. Going yeah. on there um, at the clinic that we work at now. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's at every clinic that we've been to, though. Because our organization buys really old buildings. So I feel like there's a significant amount of history mm-hmm. to the building. So, I mean, I... You think that's what it is? I don't know. I, I don't mean, either. hospitals and clinic-type buildings are just creepy in general. Yeah. Um, I will say, like, the only thing I've noticed there is, like, the elevator tends to follow you around. No matter what floor you go to, the elevator door always opens up whenever I walk by anyway, and nobody's hitting the button. Really? Um, I haven't I haven't had that experience. No? Mm-mm. Uh, she was saying that, like, one time she was uh, cleaning up the floor or something... Mm-hmm. and uh, there was nobody else in the building but her, and the microwave came on in the room that she was working in. Oh, like it was actually like powered on like somebody entered a time and hit start? Yeah, it started like Ooh. eight seconds and started counting down or something. Um, she didn't plug anything into the wall or like hit any power buttons or anything like that, which would have caused it. So, I mean, that could be a little could be a little weird. I don't know how you would explain that, that one other would than be, paranormal. would be a hard one to explain. I wouldn't like that at all. Um, and then uh, so apparently... They, her being her and uh, a couple co-workers of hers have seen um, like a little boy and a little girl like running up and down the hall. Oh, great. And like playing and that type of stuff in the middle of the night whenever they're there. We don't see peds. Doing the. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no reason for kids to be in the building. Doing the uh, maintenance and everything. Huh. Um, as she said, that, like one night she was talking to the, uh, the people that were on the overnight crew mm-hmm. and some man walked in. And was talking to them. And there was like a kid, like a little boy following him. Mm-hmm. And he turned around to leave. And somebody's like, oh, don't forget your son. And he's like, what are you talking about? That and kid you were with? They were like, the kid that came in with you? And he's like, I don't have anybody with me. What? And the kid was like walking around in the lobby. And like two or three of the people saw him. Dang. So multiple people saw him. Yeah, it was like multiple people saw the little boy walking Ooh. around. And the guy was like completely oblivious to it. What? Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. So, uh. I feel like urban legend. Yeah, I was gonna say where would these kids have come from? But once again, the buildings are so old that who knows if some kids died in the building or yeah. their parents died there and they just came back to try and find them. Like, yeah, I guess if you believe in that. Yeah, I don't aspect know. of it. I don't know either. Um, but hmm. yeah, needless to say, uh, that night it was it was a little nerve wracking doing the doing the late night round. You know. Yeah, you're like, thanks a lot for putting that in my mm-hmm. head because like when we stay there, it's only a couple people it's not like you've got a whole group of people as your backup you know so right. when you hear stuff like that you might not even have to see it but it's still spooky to think about yeah you know because our job is to go through and turn all the lights off before you yeah. secure the building for the <laughs> night so if you're anything you like are me walking in the dark you're like you hit the the switch off and you run it's like i don't want to be in that room by myself take off yeah I mean, I've had the elevator, like, when I ride the elevator at work, I've had the elevator open on random floors, but I feel like somebody was punking me, because it was, like, during the day, you know, like, somebody hit the button and just... hit the button and they took the They just walked away. Yeah. 
That's what I'm saying. Like, I've had experiences like that, but I haven't had it where I walk by the bank of elevators and it opens. I've never experienced that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that happens to me like daily there. So maybe it's hmm. just something with the elevators. Oh, you know what you should talk about briefly? we got about three minutes is um, your experience with streetlights. Yeah. I remember when you told me that and I was like, okay. And then I started seeing it for myself and I'm like, what the heck? But I think it could just be a major coincidence. Multiple, multiple times. I don't know. When was it's, the last time? So I noticed that. Remember like, the streetlights the other morning yeah. when we were going to work? Like several years ago, I noticed that every time I would walk under a streetlight or drive under a streetlight, mm-hmm. the, it would go out. Yeah. And then it would come back on like yeah. after I passed it. And um, I can't give you an explanation. But it happened, like, you told me that, and then I didn't see it for a long time, and then it started happening. Mm-hmm. And you're like, there it goes. Like, you just pointed out every time. And it's not like it's when the sun's rising and they're on that timer, no, so they tick just, off. No. no. And then yesterday, was it yesterday we were driving to work? Maybe. We were, like, getting off the freeway, and the streetlights on the freeway were freaking out as we drove by. Yeah. Like, they were flashing out of like control. What would you say? Like, four or five pole, poles of them were? Yeah, and it wasn't consecutive. So, it's not like there was, like, a fault in the line or something. Right. It was, like, one, and then the next one wasn't doing it, and then the next two were, and then so on and so forth. Like, it was very sporadic, but they were just, like, flashing. Yeah. I've noticed that a lot about whenever I walk under streetlights or... What do you think it is? I have no if idea. If you had a theory. I don't. Is it like something's following you or? Um, no, I would, I've, have, I've never noticed anything following me. You have supernatural powers that just affects the electric, electric current and lights. If anybody else has ever had that happen to them or any other type of weird, unexplained stuff, shoot us an email at theweeklylab at gmail.com. Yeah. Give us your thoughts on it. Um, tell us anything that you want us to talk about in the next episode or once Halloween draws to a close. <laughs> Which Ryan's looking forward to. Give us a... Uh, any other type of topic suggestions? We should get Christmas topics now. We should. Because we celebrate Christmas pretty much like... November 1st. Yeah, and decorating as soon as Halloween comes down. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I'm all about it. Um, I'm ready for Christmas songs, but I definitely... We got pumpkins today, so let's yeah. focus on one thing and then the next. One so. thing. Yep. yep. Um, every Saturday on iTunes, the lab is uploaded there, and then also on WRMI on Shortwave. You can catch us over there, and like Ryan said, send us an email at theweeklylab at gmail.com. Creepy Lab, um, part three next week. Yep. So stand by for that. This is The Lab. My name is Kate Holiday, and I'm here with Ryan Rivers. Thanks for listening in. We'll catch you guys next week.